Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. For Brendan Escott joining you. This is Oilers now, December 8th. If December 7th was the day that will live in infamy in the United States, as many of you know, uh, December 8th was the day uh, where maybe the United States lost uh, a little bit more of its innocence after Mark Chapman ended up uh, murdering uh, John Lennon in an event that was brought, to, at least in terms of the news at that time. There wasn't things like. Uh, social media and that sort of thing uh, many of us learned of uh john lennon's i guess it amounts to assassination really uh live watching monday night football uh, with howard Cosell. we might get to that clip a little bit later on today's show interestingly enough that song come together was tied back to timothy leary who was most famous for experimenting with lsd and Leary was considering running uh, in the state of California. Uh, I think he actually did end up running as governor of California and asked John Lennon to write a song for him, uh, Come Together, which was sort of a, a bit of, I don't know, a bit of a peace movement sort of thing. And ultimately didn't uh, end up using it. But uh, this day in music history, uh, obviously a significant one back in 1980. So what is that? 
40 years ago today, John Lennon murdered by uh, Mark Chapman outside the Dakota building in New York City where John and uh, Yoko Ono lived. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Come together. That's kind of what we need to do right now in the province. We're going through a tough time. Uh, coming down the pipe today at 4 o'clock, the Premier, Jason Kenney, a couple of his key uh, cabinet ministers, including... Tyler Shandro, who's the Minister of Health, and, of course, Dr. Dina Hinshaw. And we are expecting uh, some more news uh, regarding uh, changes of uh, standards and that sort of thing that will take place. Apparently will not affect uh, the upcoming World Junior Tournament, which is slated for Rogers Place in December into uh, January. 6.30 Chad, uh, 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen and I will have that entire presser for you later today at 4 o'clock. We get to talk about the, the fun stuff here on uh, Oilers Now. Again, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Well, Oilers Now brought to you daily by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Lots to get to, and it's starting to actually look, uh, Brendan, I'm going to bring you in fairly early here as we go into today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates on 24-7 service and repairs. It's starting to look fairly positive that we're going to be able to find a way to, obviously, the virus which is the real enemy that we're all having to deal with right now, uh, still is a significant challenge. But based upon what was out there on the Twitterverse, uh, on Twitter today, it appears as though the NHL and the NHLPA are starting to make some headway into putting the structures and guidelines in uh, for a return-to-play format, Brendan Escott. Yeah, I, I was getting the same vibe. Woke up nice and early this morning, and that was sort of the good news, uh, I suppose, on the Twitterverse, which, you know, good news doesn't often live there anymore. But this was the week where uh, not only did we expect, based on what Jan- John Shannon told us yesterday, uh, based on the conversations over the weekend, that we figured we might get a little bit more insight into what things look like. I don't know that we necessarily thought Tuesday of this week, but, you know, here we are. Bottom line is, clock is still ticking. So uh, this is great news, but they've still got to get this all hammered out here in short order. All right, so last night, Darren Dreger from TSN, I'm going to just read verbatim his tweet. Uh, Sources say there will be no more discussions on the proposed financial changes to the MOU outlining the terms of the CBA. Sunday, the NHL proposed more deferred money. Now, I'm believing that might be 4 to 5%, but did not include an increase in escrow percentage at any point. Focus now on a mid uh, January start to the season. Today, uh, Pierre, actually late last night, Pierre Lebrun added uh, of The Athletic and TSN, both sides targeting January 13th to start the season in order to get the 56 games scanned, but even with financials no longer at issue, as Darren Dreger first reported, still work to be done on protocols, schedule, uh, critical dates, uh, plus uh, subject to NHL Board of Governors and NHLPA Executive Board uh, approval. Uh, LeBron later was able to get a quote from NHL Deputy Commissioner uh, Bill Daly, who we've had on the show multiple times, and I'm just going to see if I'm going to be able to fire that quote up. Um, This is what Daly had this morning. Our one league source says there's still lots to get done. And and the biggest thing, frankly, uh, it's my belief, is it's going to be COVID. Now that the money situation, at least in the short term, appears to be not as significant as maybe 
It appeared to be a week and a half to two weeks ago. Uh, now, this does have to be ratified. It needs to be stated right now. It needs to be ratified by the owners. There, and, and maybe there is, you know, more out there that aren't necessarily going to be happy uh, from an ownership perspective with the direction of where this thing's gone that may end up curtailing some of the positive energy uh, that we have. So we'll, we'll continue to monitor this throughout the course of the day. Of course, we have uh, John Shannon. We're going to get to a couple of his clips yesterday. He's our NHL insider. Uh, Brian Lawton joins us on Wednesdays. Uh, Elliot Friedman joins us every Friday, and he said a slight bump to the cap was discussed, but the NHL and NHLPA couldn't agree on the changes to the economic uh uh, fr- framework. So Elliot's uh, piece that he penned yesterday basically says after stalemate, NHL and NHLPA agree to keep economic framework of new CBA. So again, totally at the mercy of where the virus is at, and there's gonna and that is a challenge. And it's uh, I I had a couple uh, guys I know that uh, went to university for lots of years and actually are called doctors. As, a co- as opposed to failed art students, and uh, not naming anybody as I look in the mirror on that one. But uh, a couple of them have reiterated the point, Bob, this is not a left versus right thing. I know people have politics and that sort of thing, but the real enemy is the virus, and we got to come to terms with that. It's a battle, and it's impacting things, and all you need to do is take a look at the ongoing situation uh, in the province here. I know I've mentioned this before, and I know what the numbers are in terms of, you know, 93% of the uh, population of Alberta that's passed away from this, according to AHS's own stat, uh, stats, are people with two or more comorbidities, and it doesn't make it any easier for anybody that's involved with any of those families. Our heart goes out to you. But again, if you had told me back on June the 30th, when Edmonton was sitting at 15 deaths, that uh, we're going to cross uh, the 300 death uh, threshold today. We're at 299 after last uh, the last reporting period, which was 330 yesterday. I, I would have told you I, I would have been surprised by that. Now, that said, the death rate in Alberta is still uh, would be amongst the lowest in the United States. Canada, I think, in terms of death rate per million is about 45th internationally. So it, it could be a lot better, uh, but it could also be worse as well. We're going to continue to have to manage it. And it is part of the storyline on a day-to-day basis um, for the toy department of life that we get to talk about uh, dealing with sports. I mean, that's just the reality of the uh, situation. All right, let's get a little bit more thoughts down that path as we go into our Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. John Shannon with a quick rip on the latest uh, from NHL, NHL P, uh, PA negotiations, yesterday's edition. Of legacy. Things are heating up, okay? Things are heating up. I was told this morning that uh, there's a good chance to expect a very busy week uh, of what the discussions were. They did talk uh, a lot about logistics. Uh, and when I mean logistics, we're talking about schedule length, uh, training camps, timing of issues. They did talk a lot over the weekend, which means that was probably Bill Daly and his group with Don 
Ron Zavolo, the uh, general counsel for the Players Association, and Matt Schneider. Uh, we do know that Gary and Don Fear have been talking a bit more recently, uh, but there's still no resolution on the financial side uh, when it comes to what they what the players feel they agreed to in the summertime. So um, things are starting to roll. I'm not sure at what speed, but I still think we're talking about mid to late January to start the season. John, there are reports that the NBA is... All right, so uh, let's go down and, and just talking about the reports of the NBA. Line of credit, this is an important thing. Now, I don't know what the number is uh, for the National Hockey League. I would believe an organization like Arizona has probably dipped into the NHL's line of credit before. John Shannon had this to say on the team's ability to access that line of credit. The NBA has uh, basically words out that, uh, you know, there's going to be in the tens of millions that teams are going to be able to access from the NBA. Let's go back to John Shannon from yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. Well, Gary has Gary does have a large line of credit, has had it uh, for the last, uh, gosh, I would say eight to ten years. Uh, some some teams have over the years dipped into it and, uh, and have, had to pay them back. Um, you know, the biggest difference is in order to have a line of credit, you, you need a, a big piece of equity. And the biggest piece of, piece of equity that Adam Silver and the NBA has are, are much larger television network deals. Um, so, I'm, I, listen, I'm sure that Gary is in a position to try to help all the owners that need it as much as possible. Let's remember, too, that there will be some money coming into 30 of the 31 teams when it comes to expansion money. Uh, from uh, from Seattle, uh, you know, in May. So there, 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 are, but that's money that they'd already counted on. But there, it will, it will certainly help them for with operating capital. So there is a bit of a cash flow issue. Yes, in in both. Hey, listen, in all but one of the big four sports, there's cash flow issues in Major League Baseball, cash cash flow issues in in the NBA, and certainly cash flow. Issues I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In the National Hockey League. So if Gary has the ability to use that line of credit, I'm sure he will. All right, that's uh, John Shannon. He'll join us again on tomorrow's show along with Brian Lott and David Staples on today's show for the horses and horse race in Alberta coming up in 16 minutes' time. Mark Spector. Specs appearances uh, brought to you every Tuesday in Oilers now by Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard red racing Sunday, uh, Saturdays and Sundays out at Century Mile. Watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Horse Racing Alberta caring for our horses and contributing to our economy. Now, as it stands now, 
now, uh, despite the ongoing challenges in the province of Alberta. And many of you would have predicted and know how seasonal flu rates and that sort of thing increase as people get cooped up and inside. And uh, we did have a nasty cold snap. I know Colby Kosh from the uh, National Post wrote a piece about that after uh, Alberta was... uh, uh, lit up by uh, some people in Ontario over the course of the last uh, week or so. Interesting because Ontario still has twice twice the death rate per capita of Alberta right now. But uh, I digress for a, a second here. Uh, we're going to hit on a couple other topics right now. Uh, just want to go down the path. The uh, word is out on the Lou Marsh Trophy. Laurent uh, Duvernay-Tardif of the Kansas City Chiefs who's taking uh, the season off, he has opted out of this season. Uh, of course, he won the Super Bowl last year for the Chiefs, an offensive lineman, player out of McGill. Uh, medical, uh, he's graduated from medical school. He's actually working as an orderly uh, in a uh, extended uh, care facility uh, currently in Quebec. He, along with Bayern Munich uh, star left back Alfonso Davies, who's been out the last several weeks after getting injured, were named the Lou Marsh Trophy as Canada's Athlete of the Year. And something that you can engage with right now as we go into, uh, and at any time you can text us at 780-496-0063. And that is our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Well, here we go. Uh, Brendan, we're going to dip a little early into this day in Oilers history because I'm going to save something for the end of the show, but I'm not going to go with what you have. It was on this date back in, uh, so we're going to have two sets of this day in Oilers history. On this date back in 1989, the Edmonton Oilers improved to 9-1 and one over the course of their last 10 games. Mark Lamb scored in overtime. The Oilers had five different goal scores. Messi and Simpson also scored in the game. The Edmonton Oilers beat the LA Kings 5-4 in OT. Uh, Lamb with his sixth of the year to win it. A couple fights in that game. Adam Graves uh, went after Steve Casper. Never a bad thing. And uh, Dave Brown worked over Jay Miller during the course of the game. It was the Oilers' second victory during that 10-game window where they went 9-1 and over the L.A. Kings. As many of you know, the L.A. Kings beat the Oilers, came back from 3-1 down in the uh, 1989 playoffs. It was a disheartening loss for those of you that are around you to remember the Oilers had won obviously the cups in 84 and 85 uh the flames got a break on the steve smith bank shot goal but calgary did win four games that series beat edmonton in 86 Oilers won in 87 88 the trade happened wayne gretzky the sale as glenn sather stated august 9th uh 1988 and to me the Kings got to an, an emotive level in the 89 playoffs that the Oilers could not get to. And then I'll never forget when the the Kings got an empty net goal, Wayne Gretzky danced around the ice pit, and we all love Wayne Gretzky, but um, the next season, it was on, big time. And I will say this right now, I'm going to discuss this with Spec later, and I'd like to get your thoughts. You can text us at 780-496-0063. For the people that watched it during that time, was the Battle of Alberta supplanted by the Gretzky Messier uh, Oilers Kings matchup circa 89 to about 1992? They met in the 89, 90, 91, and 92 playoffs. Uh, the Oilers and Kings would have a game on February 28th of 1990. So during the 89, 90 season, 
86 penalties, 356 penalty minutes. You talking about come together. The Edmonton Hockey Club came together that night against L.A. There were moments where, I mean, Marty McSorley was at his app. When, of course, in the deal with Wayne Gretzky to Los Angeles, he knew how to stir it up. And he went after Mark Messi in the first shift. And by the end of the game, the Oilers had everybody all in. And I really think that that helped Edmonton win their fifth Stanley Cup. But when you think of a rivalry for that four-year window, and I know the Oilers played the Flames, and it was awesome in 91, the rollerball on ice. And it was as hard and ugly, as nasty of a series of all time. But, and you could even, there were lots of brawls between L.A. and Calgary back then as well. And usually Tim Hunter was circling around and, you know, pulling smaller players out of packs and that sort of thing. Um, but did the Oilers-Kings matchup, for those of you that remember it, did it supplant the Battle of Alberta on that time because of the Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier connection? 12.25 in Edmonton, Brennan. You know what? Uh, I ran a little long in this segment. Let's get right into NHL today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. What do you got? Yeah, well, I won't uh, beat the dead horse here with the NHL targeting January 13th for the next uh, start to the season. We'll get to that uh, with Mark Spector a little later on. Double uh, IHF President Rene Fassel has reportedly tested positive for COVID-19. 70-year-old will now remain in isolation for 10 days. Should note he was not planning on being here in Edmonton for the World Juniors later this month. Speaking of which, Team Canada, as we mentioned, did return to the ice after that 14-day quarantine began back on November 25th. And the uh, winning coach in Canadian University hockey history retired yesterday or announced his retirement and that's Saskatchewan Huskies legend uh, Dave Adolph calling it a career after 28 seasons. Winning his regular season coach never won a national championship at the University of Saskatchewan as a coach he won a national championship in 1983 playing for Dave King when the Huskies had a very good program uh, in fairness to Dave he had a lot of really good teams the problem was he was in the same conference as the U of L, uh, U of A Golden Bears for the majority of those years and the Bears whether it be you know I know he won multiple conference championships but uh, several of those years were when there was two Canada West teams going including the U of A and uh, U of A won national championships what off the top of my head uh, at least three of the five years that the tournament was hosted in Saskatoon um, so I dealt with Dave for a number of years he had a solid program I don't think his arena helped him they used to play in the doghouse and smaller ice surface and that sort of thing so uh, there you go. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Again, for you, uh, uh, for you old school guys out there, did the LA Kings matchup between Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky, uh, that matchup with the Oilers and the Kings, did that supplant the Battle of Alberta late 1980s, early 1990s? You watch the video. You go to YouTube to watch that stuff. It was it was vicious. It was ugly. There's no question about that. Keep texting us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, and uh, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. Come back with Sportsnet spec when we return to Oilers now. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad.